The last two days I've been disgusted by the bad words on the videos of Alton Sterling being killed by police officers in Baton Rouge. What disgusts me is that I can't hear the bad words and that much of the repulsive activity taking place is being masked by the bleeping out of those bad words. The notion of what offends and what we need to be protected from demonstrated by these videos sums up how distorted the priorities of ruling institutions have become. Seeing a non-violent black man being killed for no apparent reason by police officers exercising what appears to be a gross excess of physical reaction, force and then disrespect for the corpse they create somehow is not deemed offensive. But our delicate ears must be shielded from those painful and perverting bad words. Last night I went to bed with the voice of CNN's Don Lemon, who is himself from Baton Rouge and knows many of the protagonists of the Alton Sterling killing, asking concerned questions about this sickening event. This morning I wake up and am immediately assailed by the graphic video of reportedly mild-mannered and fine, upstanding, hard-working citizen of the United States, Philando Castile, dying in his car after being shot in the arm several times by a hysterically shrieking police officer. Diamond, Philando Castile's fiancé, calmly films and narrates the whole proceedings. Meanwhile, her four-year-old daughter is being traumatised in the back seat as she witnesses the whole revolting happening. Thank goodness Diamond had the level-headedness to record the whole event, and thank goodness she had the intelligence to reply politely and calmly to the hysterical screeching of the deranged creature pointing his gun in at the car window. And thank goodness she did not offend our delicate ears with some of those bad words Otherwise, the brutality of the event and the true character of the menacing being outside the car might be partially obliterated by the media that subsequently leaps on such footage to boost its ratings for our horrified enjoyment, meanwhile making sure they don't offend us with those unfortunate bad words that tend to pop out when people are being brutalised. Apparently, little is being done to stop the continual assault on our emotional, ethical and moral sensibilities by the subhuman behaviour of supposed law enforcers. But there is a lot of care being taken that our auricular cavities are not sullied by the expostulatory reactions of their victims or horrified bystanders. Philando Castile had a legal concealed carry gun with him. He had undergone the relevant training, and he was exercising, responsibly, his Second Amendment right. He informed the officer immediately on being stopped that he was armed, and probably due to a combination of stupidity, lack of training, and racially charged paranoia, the officer didn't think to ask for his license in a manner that precluded any misunderstanding over the gun, such as asking him to exit first so the gun could be temporarily removed from the situation but instead belted out his demand for the man's ID so that, in compliance and no doubt feeling pressured, Philando started to reach into his pocket to retrieve his licence. It wasn't down to Mr Castile to adopt a physical technique that would have avoided the emotionally unstable dick in uniform getting his knickers in a twist. It was down to the so-called officer to instruct Mr Castile to perform his commands with violence-preventing methods. Mr. Policeman apparently hadn't been trained in such methods. Either that, or he had inexplicably been accepted into the academy and then been let loose on the streets to destroy his department's reputation. 
It seems that all the gung-ho over one's right to carry is invalidated if you happen to be a black man being stopped for a little defect on your car. Your right suddenly becomes your death warrant, however truthfully and responsibly you attempt to preempt any misunderstanding. I don't hear any Second Amendment fanatics discussing any of these kinds of dilemmas. Oh, but we see plenty of proud footage and photos of white men strutting around Walmart with their penis substitutes hung boastfully over their shoulders that by the warped-minded is considered patriotic and manly. But any time a black man has anything bulky in his pocket that suggests he's glad to see you, all hell breaks loose. Thanks to Philando Castile's fiancé, my ears were not offended this morning. But you know what? My stomach was gripped by nausea and cramping, and I really don't feel like eating breakfast. There should be better screening out of cunts in applications to police academies. This fucking shit has to stop. <laughs>